is there any way that I can play my music within this within this place? Is there any like dis, is yes. there any yeah. You go ahead and you use your summon guitar tattoo and you can play your guitar. I don't exactly think this party was meant to set the world alight. Oh, trust me, Daniel. My music is magical. Objective number one, find an objective. Objective number two, ask objective to dance and impress them with your luxurious dancing skills and the wonderful conversation manners. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. If you're somewhere you don't think you should be, maybe be a little bit more discreet. But if I were looking anywhere, I would start by looking into the facilities surrounding Camille Lasimus. There may be an exit to this floor, but it's it's underwater, and the thing standing in our way is that Gallum Cate. Do you think he would not want to see this? If he wanted a cheap street hooker, he'd go get one. Everybody, I'm Quentin. This is Sword Art Online Odd, Season 3, Episode 17. I'm the GM of this here podcast. And before we jump right back into the action and the murder I wrote, uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce all of my lovely players at the table, starting today from my right, because I want to. Going counterclockwise. Screw you. You asked for it. Hi, I'm, I'm Mohit. I play Sal slash Ash. Uh, Sal is the guild leader of the Odd Campaign. Everybody else is a subordinate. Um, he kind of directs everyone, uh, mainly his his number one fan, Daniel, uh, mm-hmm. is about to speak right now. I'm so glad Daniel looked so sad looked that you so didn't sad. go through all the names, by the way. I really <laughs> wish our listeners could see Daniel's facial reactions to everything because he's so animated. It is. Great. Daniel might be quiet, but his face says so much. It is. It truly does. He's a visual actor. An image says a thousand words. Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel because I am original. I am the resident cleric of the group. I don't think I'm going to be saving that guy. He just a bit too dead. You are a cleric, not a necromancer. That needs to be clarified. Needs clarified. to be clarified. Clarified. Well, hi, guys. I'm Snow. And I play Snow in the podcast, who's the leader of the Odd Guild, the actual leader. Thank you very much. The one true leader. These are my terms, okay? All right? Now listen up. As the leader of the Odd Guild, she is accompanied by her her faithful faithful wolf companion, Nachia. Do you have diarrhea? Oh, God. (laughs) He was very excited to introduce himself today. Aw. Hi, I'm RL, and I play Elias, the newly found out Russian spy who's definitely, well, she's, yeah, she's probably a Russian spy, if we're being honest. And I am every other voice you may hear this evening, including none other than uh, Wilson, the uh, resident cavalier of the group. Uh, 
Much like Snow, I have my own faithful companion, a little bit more stubborn and not as doted on by the rest of the guild, Angus. That's right, Angus. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm just going to stop talking now. Oh, uh, Wilson. Yeah, thanks, Good job. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Selena. I'm the resident druid of the group. I feel a little bit out of place here. Um, there are a lot of people, and now there are dead people, and there aren't enough animals to make me feel comfortable with the current situation. I wish Callahan was here. So, uh, without any further ado, when last we left off, as Selena so expertly put it, we were all at a very formal gala that then went terribly wrong. Much like all of the great classic films of a murder mystery, the lights flickered out and then suddenly came back on. And then, all of a sudden, a dead body was hanging from the ceiling. Oh. The entire gala is now in panic and uproar, and a series of mixed reactions swarm buzzing around the event, individuals clamoring over one another in an attempt to leave, and some throwing around wild accusations. Others purely stunned, in shock, due to the sight of this body, which hangs suspended, currently, from the chandelier. Elias is by the bar, so I think she'll take a good old swig of her drink. <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be one of those nights. It's gonna be one of those nights. Snow at the bread table bites into her bread roll and starts chewing it vigorously. I don't know what that, that means, but Vigorously yeah. biting bread rolls. Can I do a perception uh, to see if anybody's looking real shady, um, specifically near Mr. Don Terra's uh, sure. view? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21. You peer over back to where the left-hand corner of the establishment is, and you are on looking the group of Dantera and his men. You do not see anything suspicious. In fact, you see that he is irate, very agitated, frustrated with the entire situation. He seems red in the face, and it seems as if he has uh, smashed the table, and he, he's flipped over his chair. Hmm. Interesting. We'll start walk back to where the other people were, but go ahead. As you do so, all of a sudden, to break the sound of the calamitous cacophony, there is a series of gunshots, followed by a familiar voice. And everything goes silent. Ladies and gentlemen of this evening's gala, if I could please have your undivided attention as you all turn to see none other than Stefan. Stefan. Standing on a table in the center of the event. This facility has now fallen under the jurisdiction of the Bureau of Inquisition. Everyone, please exit through the front entrance and you'll be escorted back to your homes. I don't have a home. And Elias is walking over to where the other people are. Are they still at the table? So you see Daniel, Sal, Wilson, and Selena all currently at uh, the table which you were seated at, which was table number 10. Snow is currently nowhere in sight, and as you are walking there, it seems like a crowd of individuals, like a relentless tide, the assembly begins to move towards the indicated front exit, which was previously stated by Stefan, and a number of people are washed away on the ongoing march. I need all of you to roll a fortitude save for me, because everyone is being escorted out of the building. Woo! Not cream! Okay, total. 28. Very good, very good. 25. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, you don't like this? Seven. <laughs> Danielle. 19 total. Elias and Snow find themselves firmly fastened towards the ground and are able to push through through the, the various crowds who are making their way, but it seems as if the rest of the party 
is almost washed away in the oncoming mass of individuals. And through everyone bumping into you, redirecting you, you get turned around, and with the rest of the flock, you find your way headed towards the exit of the building. I'm going to try and get out of this crowd because I have Speak With Dead. I will use my intuition knowing that Daniel has Speak With Dead, and I will follow him. Knowledge is something. I, I don't. I don't know if you know Daniel's exact spell list. He he no, should. He was there. No, he I've should. Been there. He should. I've been there. Okay. He should know that. But is Sal really intelligent enough? Hold yes. On. Is Sal? I have a sixteen in intelligence. This is true. What? He does. <laughs> what? He. I feel like Daniel. His best friend, I feel like he would be aware because he has used it previously. I do not think that is outside of the bounds of his No, he probably wouldn't know the spell name. He would know, oh, yeah, that's right. The bones talked. Sure, but still. The do- yeah, the yeah no, your character spoken. would know. I'm, I'm saying you would know. Yeah, you might yeah, not know yeah. the spell name. I, I, think, uh-huh. I, think, I think you're well within your purview. So uh, what I would need for the both of you, I would need both of you to roll a strength check because you are currently being escorted out of the building. Everyone is. You see a large number of individuals mixed in both gray and black coats, pushing everyone outside of the building. Yo, my dress is just keeping people away from me. What we got? Fourteen. Four. Nice. So no, Daniel is absolutely 100% out of the way, as is unfortunately Sal. Both of them, they have this innate intuition that they would be able to assist in some way, but the sheer force and mass of the number of individuals making their their way out of the building. There are literally hundreds of people who are in somewhat of an orderly manner, uh, all flooding out of this building at the same time, but they're all being escorted by a number of individuals in gray and black coats. Why Why can't I roll escape artist? You could. You could definitely roll escape artist. Could Daniel roll escape artist? I, I suppose he could. You're not, you're not necessarily, I mean, you kind of, this is almost like a group grapple, if you want to think about it like that yeah. way. You are kind of caught it's up like in a stamp. So, so you, you could roll escape artist, I suppose, under these circumstances, if you really wanted to resist. Ah. Don't laugh at his rolls. That's rude. I'm sorry. What would, do we add anything to that? Yeah, if, your escape artist check. 15. It's a skill. It's oh, alphabetical. It okay, that's what I thought. I was just like, wait, 15. I can't read. 15? That's one more than strength, so you better give it to me. No. 19. It. It's a DC 15. I know you made it a DC 15. <laughs> Both of you are able to maneuver your way through the crowd and push past the individuals. Though after doing so, you are most certainly seen and you are reprimanded. Both of you, what are you doing? I can f- help figure out who killed that guy. So I'm just trying to get through the crowd to see if I can talk with Stefan and help him figure what's gone out. Daniel, gone Daniel, on. I got this. I no, said, you so do not. Hello. <laughs> I seem to have forgotten my bag, officer, in the, in the place. <laughs> oh, it's a bluff check. If I could have heard one, it's great. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Well, no, no, it, it didn't. Non-intray rolls. It's a 15, but it's a 15. Reroll it. I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you re-roll that. No, re-roll that. It's still a 24. (laughs) You can re-roll that and hit the other dice. It's still a 24. (laughs) Shut up. It's... (laughs) I was like, it can literally only go one lower. It's it's a 23. FYI, he rolled a two, and that's why everyone's freaking out. No, no, no. No? He rolled a 15 out of tray. Yeah, no, I know that. He re-rolled it in tray, got a two. That's what I was saying. We said re-roll it again (laughs) because it hit your dice. He did, and he rolled a one. Your bluff of a 23. 
I understand. All personal belongings will be redistributed to everyone but, right now. This is officer. a matter. This is a matter of Inquisition jurisdiction. But officer, it's also a matter of my personal security. Is there anything that we can do for you, officer? You can go home. But this is my. You, you will be escorted back to whichever facilities you are residing. My, oh my God, my dear husband hanging from a chandelier. How am I supposed <laughs> to survive this? You want me to go home if we're out of my own home? Where am I supposed to go? This is my house. I, I live here. <laughs> roll, roll, roll bluff, please. Again, thank you. Hey. Oh, that's really 37. Let's go. <laughs> you see this gentleman get complexed and he seems as if he um he has very conflicting emotions right now. Officer, please, I'm a grieving widow. <laughs> Wait right here for a moment, person. <laughs> um, you you uh, and you see he walks off and goes up to a, another individual who seems to be much more heavily decorated. Uh, they have a number of badges and medals on them. They have a sword by their side, actually. Uh, he goes up to this individual and he kind of turns around and points to you. I, I lean over to Daniel and say, we got this. We got this in the bag. And Daniel is thinking, oh, we so do not got this. The person who he is currently conversing with scoffs and does a hand motion to shoo him away. Uh, the, the guard then returns to you. The individual in question is an unmarried man, and this building is under government jurisdiction. It is not a household residency. You will be escorted back to wherever you truly live. But, sir, my, my husband, my second husband here... Ooh, Point to Daniel. Ooh, what's your name? What's going to be your name for this? Male Streep. <laughs> <laughs> Male Streep. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. How did you come up with that? Okay. That's what the voice reminded me of. It's the only face I can picture in my head. <laughs> it's. It'd be better if. Wait, did you say Meryl Streep or Male Streep? <laughs> I tried to say Meryl Streep. But it came out but of it Male, came... Male Streep is better because. <laughs> Continue. By all means. Why, my, my second husband here can figure out what happened to my first husband. You say he's an unmarried man, but why you've never known about true love. Now, how you officer? Are you using charm person on it no. to get a third husband? No. Okay, fine. Use charm person. <laughs> you officer, I'm actually engaged and I'm willing to leave this marriage for... <laughs> Oh my god. For someone possibly What's better. What's the DC of charm person? Please. I don't know. It, it's literally just It do be 10. a DC 16 though. Yeah, I'm a charm person. You're not winning this, Quentin. I'm he telling he you looks right at now. you dressed in a tuxedo, not wearing any jewelry or makeup, and clearly being very sexist in this instance. I know. <laughs> Sir, I, I would appreciate you be candid with me in such circumstances. You will both be escorted home. If you have any pertinent information to the case, you can bring it up to your local discerner and then later bring it to the Inquisitor's office. This matter is being handled internally, seeing as this was the execution of a government official. Sir, I can commune with the dead, and seeing how that man is very clearly dead, would it just be helpful for you to lower him in the meantime, us to leave, and then I can come back at a better time when you're not escorting hundreds of people out of this building? That would be preferable. 
All right, then we shall do that. <laughs> and he pushes both of you by the broads of yours. Well, at least Sal, Ash. I'm put- going to walk willingly away. Daniel is clearly walking willingly as he is rationalized with this individual. Meanwhile, Ash is still putting on the facade of being a married widow now in a new engagement and is having to be forcibly pushed by your, your shoulder out of the building. See, told you we got it. Got everything under control. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Elias and Snow have managed to push through the crowds and actually did not get swept up by the wave. Now, you do see that there are a number of other individuals attempting this as well. Some people with uh, crude rectangular structures and you see flashes and puffs of smoke. They're photographers taking pictures of the crowds. Oh, I was going to say, my man built like a Lego. Uh, no, there, there are individuals holding what you presume to be very rudimentary cameras who are taking pictures of the crime scene currently, but a number of them are being escorted out by, likewise, these individuals in gray coats. And some of them eventually attempt to approach both Elias and Snow. Am I with Snow? Well, that depends. So both of you have been- Because I was trying to make my way- Both of you have been out in the open air. So have you two attempted to reconvene with one another after seeing each other? Well, it's an open floor. So you most undoubtedly would have been able to. And Elias is kind of like a sore thumb. Uh, Snow would have just scanned the room and to see like if Dontera was still around or whatnot. Dontera most definitely is still around. So are all of his men, interestingly enough. Everyone else pretty much has been escorted out of the building right now. All that remains are these individuals in gray coats and all of the- Don Terra men who are all currently well dressed in their suits. Also, just to be clear, Salen, or I'm I am going to wait as closely to the building as they let me. Sure. And I will try to keep Sal in the vicinity, though knowing Sal, that's not going to go as planned, because it never does, but try. He will try, but I am very attached to my best friend. I will not let him go alone. There could be a monster. There could be whatever battle ahead, but I am prepared to sacrifice myself for the safety of this guild. So, Snow, after seeing Dantera and his men, you also analyze that Dantera seems immensely agitated, very flush, red in the face, filled with anger. You see him pointing and shouting at a bunch of different individuals, and you see a broken chair down beside him. Elias is, can she make, try and make her way to Snow during all yes, this? You, Snow is able. making her way over to Dantera at that point. Okay, so Snow, currently from the hors d'oeuvre table, is currently making her way back into the further corner. With a bread roll in her mouth, too. Bread roll in tow, of course. Uh, Meanwhile, Elias is walking up behind her at a more quickened pace to catch up. And eventually, the two of you do meet right before you get to Don and Tara. And someone else is joining you. No. Well, I'm glad you at least ascertained what was important in this matter. (sighs) Ah, Draken. How'd you know? I wanted, well, at least one of you here. Um, Well... Because I didn't say which one was. It could have been you. I highly doubt that. Nonetheless, uh, I was hoping your guild would actually assist in this matter. I can't force you, and it is going to be taxing on you due to the clearance levels required. Anyone who is not necessary or very willing to be cooperative should probably not be present. Hmm. You know, I remember uh, Daniel or another the. Dic- mechanic boy in our group he can commune uh, talk with the dead people we have talked with dead person before if we had him we might be able to talk to person who died and find out who killed them very easily I'm going to message snow and well probably just the whole group and let 
them know that Sao and I are outside because we got pushed along with the crowd. I'm gonna I'm gonna message as well. I'm gonna say on secret mission with Daniel. Amazing. We'll be fine. We'll protect him. Send. So you all are kind of making your way around. This is gonna fall under the jurisdiction of the Inquisitor's office. But likewise, Don Terra has been assisting them, seeing as a large number of the victims have been his personnel. What do you mean, large number of victims? This is not only one? If you hadn't picked up at the gala, it was a little bit of conversation. This is actually the third body. Oh, wow. When you work for members of the High Council, it is a very demanding occupation. And in regards to Don Terra's situation and the way he runs his organization specifically, he likes to think of everyone as family. Sounds like a very kind man. That being said, you can imagine why he's not taking this very well. Well, of course. This is uh, like uh, if you were to kill someone's brother or uh, sister or someone close to you. Yes, they're the mafia. What? No. This is the mafia. No, he is just kind man who treats people like family. Dragon, this is the mafia, right? Oh, pretty much. Oh, maybe mafia is not so bad, huh? Maybe, maybe they are nicer. Maybe they have bad reputation. Who am I kidding? Well, <laughs> after these events, I wouldn't count on it. Oh. I hope that I am wrong, but I think that tensions are going to arise from this. Well, I know at least one person who doesn't like Don Terra and would like him out of the way. Yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. So, uh, without further ado, uh, let us introduce you, the two of you, and we'll say that your guild is willing to help and investigate these matters if you are so willing. I was already going to introduce us as, like, Odd Incorporated, Odd Mysteries Incorporated, you know, like... All right, fine. Do you, we a have little, a dog. You have a dog. Do we you do. want a little, like, orange van to drive around the town? What would orange van do? Have to do anything with I'm being just saying, to... large dog. Not exactly a Great Dane. It's it's closer to... The snow in my arm. It's closer to a Malamute. Snow, snow, am I missing something? Uh, Scooby-Doo. What is that? I mean, that? a doobie scoo. What is that? <laughs> is this... Uh, is this another word on those stupid gamerisms that I understand? You guys always keep making those. No, no, it's a great TV show. Doobie Scoo. TV and the movies. I don't understand the dumb references. Nonetheless, we should get you properly introduced. If there are any other personnel that wanted to assist, I don't advise it lightly. If there's something else they'd rather do, I'd recommend it. Well, I don't know if he wants to assist, but uh, Daniel can talk to dead people. It would be helpful. Snow, ponders for a minute. I can send a message to them if you really want. I know how to send message. What is your main concern with the situation? Are we talking life or death here? Probably. And Elias points to the guy hanging from the chandelier. No, for us, not for the NPCs. Oh. People who get involved need to be trusted. Not by me and not by yourselves, but by the entities investigating. Which would mean Don Terra and the Bureau of Investigation which means you'll probably undergo questioning to make sure that your motives are clean. They don't want any third-party meddling. That is understandable. However, we are here to uh, help, aren't we? I thought that's what- You are, and I believe this. That's why I'm making you, uh, hopefully. Uh, But they don't know that, and they want to be 
very thoroughly convinced before they are led with false information, potentially. You can understand, this doesn't seem like it's slowing down, oh. and they don't want more casualties. That makes uh-huh. sense. Well, why don't we, uh, Elias will message Daniel. We are with Big Mafia Man, need help from you to talk to dead man hanging in the chandelier. Please, thank you, Elias. So Daniel's going to message her back saying that he cannot get into the building, that it's blocked by those men in gray coats. But as soon as he's let in, he'll come and speak with the dead guy. Uh, Neil says he's being blocked from coming in, which kind of makes sense. GM, really quick. Um, I got those disguise potions that I requested, correct? Sure. Okay, perfect. Uh, do they, I can keep my appearance, right? If I just want to change my clothes into something using disguise? I mm, I don't think that's how the disguise potion works. I always viewed it as more of like a polyjuice potion. Uh, it, it changes your physical appearance, but whatever you wear stays the same. Right, okay. Uh, dang. I don't know how a potion would manifest to new garments. Magic. Because it's magic, yeah. You you make yourself, including clothing, armor, weapons, and equipment, look different. Oh, that's what it reads. That's, a, that's an illusory spell, though, isn't it? Yeah, for the most part. Okay, so it's just the so what you are does not change. It just yeah, it's just an illusion du- okay. duration ten minutes per level of what was the caster level of the potions and how many did I get? Because you didn't specify. When did you get these? I asked Sebastian, uh, not Sebastian, uh, Gregory to pick them up when I asked for the dress. Did you specify how many you wanted? I said twelve, but he could have finagled and went lower if I asked. Uh, you would have ten tenth level disguise self potions. All right, so um. Snow just looks at Draken. Well, can't really do good work in these clothes, and she actually starts to undress. <laughs> FYI. What do you? What all did you take off? Oh my off? god, so saucy. Well, she has like underwear and stuff on underneath, so she's basically sure. she takes off the um. That snow, this indecent. Don't take. Stop. No, Don't I mean, look. she can continue. That, I'm just saying it's like culturally improper. There is a door like over there like either you find a coat it's closet. too late at this point and she's basically re-equipping clothes on top uh-huh. her regular outfit and gear no. oh. and then she pulls out a disguise self potion she she drinks it and she thinks to herself sherlock holmes outfit so you want to be in a suit yeah she's gonna have her like regular armor on and everything but you yeah want, you no, want a pipe and a monocle i want the pipe the hat and the monocle and yeah like the 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 top the top part like just the entire outfit yes okay it's perfect. perfect so yes you look like stereotypical like 1800s sherlock holmes with the that hat the monocle the pipe the pipe blows bubbles the illusion of the pipe blows bubbles yep. <gasps> snow you are one of my favorite investigators in all of the mystery novels that they read Ooh. uh-huh herlock sholmes <laughs> herlock I don't, I don't think you need to I think it's so old at this point. Yeah, it's, it's public domain. It's public domain. Eh, either way. Funny, though. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. I am the odd leader of Odd Incorporated. It's perfect. Not on this episode, you aren't. <laughs> hey. Well, then, uh, I guess without any further ado, we're going forward like this. Uh, so, uh, after you, and he he kind of gestures over to the individuals of Thonterra. As she walks by him, she like purposely like blows really hard on the illusory pipe to blow out bubbles into his face. Elias mm. mm. will try to walk um, side by side by Draken, or at least ever so slightly behind. She doesn't trust Draken behind her. Understandable. As you approach, 
the uh, group of, as so affluently put, mafia men, all within their uh, black tuxedos, you see that the one individual in the center, Don Terra, seems immensely irate. How odd is it? Tell me that. Tell me how odd is it? All right? We got three bodies now. Two bodies in two days. That's a record. I got two men on my hands right now. What am I going to go home and tell their wives? Huh? You want to tell me that? And so he is throwing a fit and a number of investigators seem to be attempting to calm him down and question him. Oh, I don't know. You tell me what happened to Johnny Boy then. You want to tell me? All I know is that he's hanging right now from a chandelier. Listen, you tell us that we got to help you. We're helping you. We're doing as much as we can. But you got to do your job and figure this out. Uh, is Elias able to talk with him? So you make your way and... All of Dantera and Dantera's men are kind of giving him a wide berth right now. They are standing reasonable uh, 10 to 15 feet back. Uh, They're not completely surrounding him, and they are fixated almost entirely on him. If you wanted to, you could walk up to him. Um, I'm going to walk not like up up to him, but to where he's where I'm kind of like in front of him. Sure. Uh, And with diplomacy, say, Mr. Dantera, I have a way that we can help you. And, oh, thank God, that's really high. Yes, uh, that is 18 plus 17 diplomacy, which is 30. 30. 8 plus 7. Shh, I'm, I'm trying. 8 plus 8 is? 5, 5, 35, 35. Yay! There you go. 35 diplomacy for saying that we can help him and also trying to act very, you know, classy, very upstanding, very tall. I'm... Very classy Russian lady, pretty hair, classy. Tall. Forgot to mention that. Ferrum, who is this broad? What is she doing in here? All right, fine. You say you can. What can you do? I have a member of our guild who can talk with dead. He oh, can... look, we can speak with the dead now. If that could be possible, then why haven't we done it before? I don't know. Why haven't you? It's a good question. If you got someone, you better bring him in here. He's outside. He says he can't come in because people in gray coats won't let him. Venom, you heard it. Get your boys stand down. That boy, better, that man better get in here and do his job. He can uh, talk with the dead person, and I'm pretty sure people who are dead know who killed them, if I am correct. I'm telling you right now, this doesn't work out. The Inquisitors, they need to get on this. Three bodies. Three bodies? And you were close to these men. Oh. Three bodies, under a week. That is completely asinine. How are they not figuring out who is and doing that's this? that's what I'm saying, all right? All I know is that we're going to figure this out. We and are. Whoever did this... They are going to pay. Absolutely. Handsomely. They will pay with... Handsomely. <laughs> can, I also, can I roll diplomacy every time I talk? Is, I really you're fine. Snow just okay. like a dragon. Are we, we're just going to let her talk, right? And see what uh, happens. Uh, we, well, let's it seemed like it went surprisingly well. You should probably help introduce Daniel, though, and let them know that you're the leader here. Why do you air quote Uh, around leader when you say that? uh, I mean, you just let people walk up and talk to important people without proper introductions first. They have no idea who she is. And also, if you want to take credit for anyone doing anything good, that's probably generally the leader's jurisdiction. I'm just saying it's probably your name. Do you see how tall she is? Do you see how short I am? I just get stepped on. She literally just walk over my head. glowing, so it's kind of hard to miss you. Uh, I, last time I checked, you can effectively teleport. 
wherever you want, including in front of her. Uh, so uh, you, just, you could do a little bit Do you bit want more. me to give him a no, heart attack? No, no, it's fine. Elias gestures towards Snow and Draken. That is my guild leader, Snow, and our associate, Draken. Snow just looks awkwardly behind her. I don't know her right now. Give me a second. She is the one who has kind of gathered all of these people with the innate abilities together to be able to help people. It is what we do, Mr. Draken. Uh, are these people with you? Uh, yes. I brought them to you because I thought their unique set of skills would be beneficial towards your case. I told them to not give their assistance very lightly, and that I know you desperately want to figure this out. Their utmost cooperation would be necessary for something so serious as this matter. Assistance is indeed not something I give lightly, but I can see there has been a grave injustice done to you, Mr. Dontera. Can I say that with diplomacy? If it makes you feel better, you may roll it. Okay. It does make me feel better. Quit fail. What? No, that's 15 plus 18. 33. That's a very good number. Yeah, I'm doing good. (laughs) Thank God this isn't the day I got five negative crits in a roll. Drakem, if you recommend them, then by all means, bring them in. Inquisitors, I'm going to ask you to stand down for now, or at the very least, I expect you to work with these individuals. I will be providing them... uh, all acquisitions, and as far as you're concerned, they will be my private investigators working with them, and you will be assisting them in any capacity that they could have. I will also be supporting my own evidence to help quicken your case, and you may be speaking with some other of my people, but you better best make sure that you do your job. Is he talking to the Inquisitors or us? He's talking to the Inquisitors. That's what I thought. (laughs) And you see this same individual who seems to have a cap on, but you notice shaggy hair from underneath of it. You never get a clear look and distinction from his face, and he seems to be wearing a much longer gray coat that kind of uh, has a tail to it and flaps as he turns away, and you see he's brandishing a sword on his side, and he begins to walk towards the front entrance. All right, um, I guess then we'll probably just wait here, and then we'll probably be working with the Inquisitors on this matter. Elias brings out her journal. Well, first, we need to know about the other murders. <sighs> Those are currently being held in government facilities. They are currently under inspection. Yes, but the way that they were killed it gives a lot of inclination of... We currently have a body in front of us here. We okay. can bring it back to the mortuary if you would like before we observe it. It's something simple that can just be observed by looking at it. Were they stabbed? Were they hanged? Were they poisoned? All of these can obviously indicate who, what, where, and when. Easy. Like I said, so we can go and see the bodies at the mortuary, but we have one in front of us now. Exactly. So... (sighs) All right, fine. Snowlight steps up onto the chandelier. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Roll a uh, acrobatics for me. 28. You managed to, as delicately as possible, place a second entire person's worth of body weight on this chandelier. And you notice that uh, it seems to give way slightly uh, due to the sudden force of all this additional weight currently being suspended in midair and it seems as if it creaks as if it is not holding up so well underneath all of this pressure and force. Okay, Snow is going to take a quick look around the area and just like look as closely as she can 
and see maybe how if she can like extrapolate how the body ended up here like if there was like rope or something tied or like Look does the chandelier you. have like an open ceiling above it or is it literally just like i'm saying like is it attached to a beam or is it a solid ceiling so the chandelier is attached to the ceiling but it seems as if it is though a very nice one it is still a drop away ceiling uh, so there is multiple uh, metal beams running kind of crisscross across the ceiling, and there are very nice, solid, wooden, uh, white-painted ceiling tiles, but if you lift them up, there is a crawl space above the ceiling, but it does seem like it is large enough to fit a person. It is very dark up there currently, though. Okay. Uh, Snowcast Dancing Lights sure. sends up a light uh, really quick. Can I take a perception look at the body sure. for an up-close um, up look? Yeah, absolutely. Snow, be careful up there. Wouldn't it be better to just lower the chandelier? 29. For the most part, the entirety of the crawl space above the ceiling is completely cleared. There's not much up there. It seems an empty and dark space. There are wires running here and there, uh, cemented in uh, to, to fixtures. But other than that, it seems like it's an empty place mostly used for maintenance and insulation. You're certain, though, that there's probably some form of exit or entrance up to here, other than by coming all the way to the top, though. Potentially uh, a maintenance closet or an entrance from a higher floor. Okay, um, but I didn't get anything else from the body where I was standing, like, had wounds on the body that weren't obvious from below. You do notice now, given this better angle, uh, looking a little bit closer, that it seems as if the body is contorted and dangling unnaturally almost, but it is being completely suspended by ropes tied at the wrist, and there seems to be a bolt drilled into the forehead of the victim. The last thing that she would basically do is she would send a, she would lift one of the ceiling tiles and send a dancing light in up there and then light step to it. Okay. So yeah, that's where you would have gotten the information that the ceiling, uh, the crawl space up there is vacant, empty, very dark. There's not much in the way to really navigate through. It's just an empty space, void of almost anything. Little bumps here and there for the uh, fixtures of the electrical work that is being ran up here. But other than that, like I said, mostly used for insulation. Okay. Um, Snow's going to take a look around up, up there if you don't mind, and you can go to somebody else while I, she does that. Meanwhile, outside the venue, Daniel and Sal are currently being approached by a familiar-looking individual. Is this Stefan, or is this the guy in the hat? Is it Urza? Oh my gosh, crazy what just happened tonight, right, guys? So you see a pale-skinned girl with red hair currently in two very long ponytails, and she is in a green dress that comes down to her knees. Oh, nice to see you here, Millicent. Yeah, hey, Millicent. Uh, crazy is... The understatement of the millennia. Interesting, exciting, invigorating. This is the most interesting thing I've seen since mm, ever. It's the stuff you only read about in books. And even then you don't read about it in books because no one writes history books about this. Morbid is probably the word I would use, but interesting is not technically incorrect. I mean, things like this really rarely ever happen. I mean, this is the first time that we've had this many bodies in ever. I mean, you got any ideas, Malicent? Uh, someone's killing people? Well, yes, that's, obvious, that's, yeah. that's my idea. Let's try to figure out how it happened. Uh, they were killed. By what means? Uh, I heard all three of them have bolts in their head. Bolts in their head? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, you know, a bolt. There's a bolt, and it is in their skull. So, so you know how we use, like, four 
inch bolts to uh, fixate a, a lot of our, our metal fixtures onto like beams and everything. Oh, that kind of bolt. Yeah. Okay. Imagine yeah. if three of those four inches was drilled into your skull. Got it. Got it. Got it. Millicent, your, your hair works really well with green, I, I gotta say. And you as well. <laughs> you don't like the suit, don't you? No, I, I think that the tie and the suit are complementary colors. Thank you. Thank you, Millicent. You definitely are making a statement. I try to. Uh, okay. What that statement is, I am mildly uncomfortable with, but I understand you are saying it. Fine. Don't need to rub it in. I okay. think it is immensely intriguing, and I would have said something earlier, but now the more interesting thing is the fact that there's a dead body hanging from a chandelier. That is true. We must figure out how this happened. Daniel over here can commune with the dead. What? No. Yes. Is this true? Really? You can? You can yes. speak to dead people? Do you see dead people? Well, I mean, I saw the one that was hanging from the chandelier. So oh, did I. So I yes. guess that does work. Okay. Uh, with that being said, we should probably get you in touch with the Inquisitors. Yeah, I think my guild leader's working on that. Or at least I hope she is. Or else I'm going to be waiting here a long time. That would be awkward. What do you mean? Your guild leader's right there. Yeah, he's right Gesture here. Gesture says. Which guild Oomst. leader? <laughs> Which and guild leader, Daniel? The only one? <laughs> no. He's talking about me. And as you say that, Almost, but a mere few seconds go by. But you do see a man in a gray coat come out of the front entrance and with a very gruff voice, Is there a Daniel? I'm going to raise my hand and wave it. That would be me. The Bureau of Inquisitions requests your presence. Okay. Well, I turn to Melissa and say, I think I have to go now. Oh my gosh, I've never seen someone summoned like that before. Yeah, you can't say no to that. If you could do me a huge favor and prevent Sal from getting into trouble, I will be eternally grateful to you. I mean, I feel like that's really difficult, but... Is Sal going to go on a date with Millicent while everybody's investigating a murder? We're kind of being told that we all have to go back to our houses. Do you know where you live? Nope. Hmm. I'm a leave. Well, technically, uh, anything government ran is public vicinity and public space, so you could just stay there and be seeing as the, uh, the import... Uh, not to be... Where do I work? The archives. Yeah, seeing as the archives is public domain and there is a bed there, you could technically sleep on that. She's inviting you to sleep okay, with her, so. Okay, fine. No pressure. Gosh. Either okay. that or you could, I mean, you could go to any public domain. You could go to any of the discerner's office. You could also go to the college if you wanted. They technically can't turn you down as long as you're taking a test. I don't want to take a test. I'm really bad at test taking. I mean, the, I mean, the tests vary. I, I saw what you did earlier. You played some music on the guitar. You know that there's a musician's department, right? Is there now? There is. Uh, Say, Melissa, you wouldn't happen to know anything about a magic music band, would you? Magic music? That sounds really interesting, and I'd like to learn more about it, but someone at the musician's department probably would have heard of something about do it. You wanna, do you want to go there? I mean, we could totally go there. Okay, we can go. Let's go. Do, 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 do. As long as he's not trying to sneak into the crime scene, I am perfectly fine with that. And with that, Daniel, you are escorted by this gruff individual back into the scene, which you were so rudely taken from but moments ago. So you are met with Elias and Draken, as Snow seems to be preoccupied oh, as you see. Daniel, uh, Mr. Dontera, this is the man Daniel that I was talking about. The man who speaks with the dead. Uh, he can speak with dead people. It is not a usual common occurrence. Because people have to I be dead. I would agree. Normally, we don't have to have such manners of uh, 
investigation, but seeing as all uh, formally precedented means have failed me, and this is the third dead body that I've had to bury now, I would like some assistance. Can yeah. can how close is Elias? To, how close is Elias to Dontera? Six feet. Um, can she like put her hand on his shoulder and be like? I am so sorry for your losses. You are out with of, diplomacy. You are currently somewhat out of reach. You would have to get closer to be able to touch him. You would have to be like uh, again within arm's reach. So by Pathfinder standards, you would have to be in the square adjacent to him. Okay, I will move closer to try and somewhat console. Sure. Do I roll diplomacy for that? Uh, d- d- diplomacy, pat him. Thank God my rolls are good today. That is another 33 for diplomacy, and she will attempt to she will attempt to put her hand on his shoulder and console him by saying, I am truly sorry for your losses that you have endured. As you do so, it seems as if uh, a series of other individuals immediately step closer as well, and one almost attempts to get in between you and Don Terra, but then he says, no, boys, it's all right. She's just expressing her condolences. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. No, no, it's all right. It's just as you can imagine, with all of my people being felled like this, everyone's a little on edge. I completely understand. Yeah, that would be reasonable. So are the investigators done taking all their pictures? Because it's kind of hard to speak with somebody who's hanging from a chandelier a couple of feet above the floor. A couple of feet. A little more than a couple of feet. It's all right. I'll get Antonio to bring him down. Any motions and you see a rather large man uh, leave and uh, go to a back room and slowly the chandelier does start descending. Snow, please make an acrobatics to stay balanced for me. <laughs> I'm not only that. I went up into the ceiling. Oh, into the I rafters? went up into it. Okay. Yeah. So are, are you just exploring up in the crawl space? Yeah, that's what I was saying I was doing. I mean, there isn't really anything up there. Okay. You. The only thing that you have found is that the chandelier is put in the center of the building, but uh, perfectly symmetrically after exploring a little bit of the ways, you do notice that there are four exits and slash entrances, each one at each side of the wall, the north, south, east, and west. All of them seem to lead into various form of maintenance closets which are present on the second floor of the establishment. I go north. North is always the correct answer. North so is the correct answer. So you begin going north, uh, which would lead you all the way to the back part of the establishment, and you are led into a closet which leads back out into the balcony area. Uh, as you see, the building is immensely symmetrical. Uh, there are windows uh, on uh, basically on the back side facing out towards the the street below. And you see, because this is a very tall building, that it basically overlooks the rooftops of the entire city. Hmm. Snow messages Wilson really quick. Did you make it back inside? What? No. You're escorted out. Where are you? Uh, I'm with Selena right now. Uh, we're being escorted back to where Drake and told us we're staying. Come back. Uh, are, what are, you, are, are you not going back to where we're told to be staying? No. Why I'm not? still at the building. Why are you there? Someone was murdered. Yeah. What if you get murdered? I'll be fine. You say that until you're murdered and hung from a chandelier? This doesn't alarm you at all? No, it does. Okay, then. 
So what are you doing there? Why? We're solving a murder. Why are you solving? They they have detectives for this. We are odd incorporated right now. We're going to have an orange van. Listen, we don't even have a Great Dane. We can't do (gasps) this. What about Nachia? He is closer to an Alaskan Malamute. He's a wolf. Right. So he's not, he doesn't need to be close to something. He's a wolf. That's right. So we, we can't be like uh, Doobie Scoo. We are Doobie Scoo. Listen, I personally uh, I feel like I need to rest for the evening and deal with some of the emotions of dread and mortality that I'm currently feeling. And someone needs to escort Selena away from this place because she also is not feeling very sound. I wanted you to help check around the building, but that's okay. I mean, ch- go ahead. Check around for she just, what? She doesn't answer any more messages. <sighs> How high is the balcony? The balcony is thirty to forty feet above the the ballroom floor, and then the ceiling to the balcony landing is about another fifteen feet as well. So in total, the ceiling from the floor of the ballroom to the ceiling itself is fifty to sixty feet. Okay. Uh, Snow is going to step on the railing and cast Featherfall on herself and just kind of fall Glide backwards. Down like yeah. Mary Poppins. And do like a backflip if I can. In slow motion because you're falling like yep. a feather. Yep. As, as she gets closer, that's what she'll do. Amazing. It's 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 not concerning at all that she just jumped off 40 no, feet. And not yeah. in the slightest. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you land quite gracefully uh, and you manage to roll an acrobatics for me to see if you successfully land your backflip. 21. You managed to do uh, a, a, a triple somersault with a twist and land gracefully in slow motion. Et voila. Cap still on hat, pipe still in mouth. You blow out bubbles. Perfect. Exactly what I wanted. I had completely forgotten she was still in her Sherlock Holmes outfit. Okay. All right. There's still, as you can see, a number of individuals in gray coats taking pictures, checking all of the entrances and exits, uh, and double-checking the logbook of all of the individuals who attended the event this evening. But by now, you noticed that the chandelier has been lowered down to the ground, and Elias, Daniel, and Draken are all currently around the body. What about Dantera? Dantera is addressing his men right now. Oh, okay. I feel like... Dontera doesn't hate me, and I like that. I rolled really high on all of my diplomacy checks. I'm so proud. So do you go to examine the body, Snow? Uh, Snow, I guess, would walk back over, yes. And once he sees that you are reconvening with your party, Dontera also walks up to all of you. I want you to understand that your cooperation in these matters is greatly appreciated, but there does need to be some uh, cautionary measures taken for such a circumstance. Yeah, of course. It's a prenup. As long as you all agree, uh, I just want to make sure that all of you are as equally protected as I am trying to do my men. So uh, before you leave this establishment, if you please could find me and all of my individuals, you guys will be taken to a safe third-party location. Of course. That sounds reasonable, though I should have you know. I can take care of myself. If there's anyone else that you think uh, would potentially be at risk for your assisting me, I would recommend that you give me their information so that my boys can find them and also bring them to the safe house. Nope, no one comes to mind. <laughs> I kid, I kid. We have other members of the guild. Don't yeah. be telling them the information. What are you doing? You gotta be careful. You gotta not give up the information so easily. other members. I didn't say who they were or where they were. If there are anyone in direct relation to any of you individuals currently in the city and anyone finds out that you've been assisting us, 
They could become targets. It is up to you whether or not you want to disclose your people's information or not, but if you are working directly with me, you will then become my responsibility. Draken, you're the only one who knows where the house is located. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the, outside of these individuals here, there are three other persons currently accompanying them. Here are the, the lists, their names, photographs of their appearances. Uh, you can find them at this address. One of wow. them is wearing a bright pink salmon suit. Really hard to miss. Maybe maybe they want to miss A it. blind person could see it. <laughs> That's the point. It unfortunately permeates even my closed eyelids. All these compliments. You're too kind. <laughs> You're too um, kind. Uh, so, Daniel, if I remember correctly, last time we spoke to someone who was deceased, we had a certain number of questions that we could ask them. So when we do raise the person from, well, not raise them, but when when we start to talk to them, uh, we need to be very careful of what we say and how we speak, because anything phrased in the question like manner would take up the questions that we can actually ask him. Right. I like how your character remembers all these rules. Well, who could forget? Elias isn't as dumb as I like to make her out to be. Before you all get started, I am gonna leave you to your business. I have other matters to attend to, but find any one of my associates whenever you are ready to leave, and they will take you to this aforementioned third-party location. Oh, you don't want to talk to him? And she points to the dead guy. Or do you have any questions we should? you want us to ask him? I have innumerable questions. The relevancy of them may not be pertinent. I want you to use your judgment to find out who did this to my boy. Well, if we need your help, we'll be sure to find you. All right. Well, then I'll leave the rest to you. And he heads off. Farewell, Mr. Dontara. Now, as we were talking about previously, Daniel, Aleus so astutely put the fact, which I was already intending on doing, that this was not the first body, so I'm sure we should all probably go and investigate the previous ones. Oh, we can ask them questions as well, right, Daniel? Yes, but there is a limit to how often I can cast Speak with Dead. Oh, that probably makes sense. It also depends on if he prepared those spells for the day, too. Oh, that, that probably makes sense. For now, let's just address this individual, and I'll pull some strings and see if I can get you all enough clearance to see and go to the mortuary and see the other victims tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be appreciated. So with that, I guess I'm leaving it to your guild. Don't mess this up. And Draken likewise walks off and starts talking to some of the Inquisitors. Uh, did, was that trust and some respect that Draken just motioned to us? Probably not. Masked in sarcasm. As I said. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, you like us. I tolerate you. No, no, you like us. That's what it comes down to. I tolerate you too, Draco. You like me. You're not there. <laughs> he just sends a message to Draken. You like, you like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did you know? Are we going to talk with this dead person or what? I am going to cast Speak with Dead now. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> uh, while the body stays still, it seems almost as if in this instance, the soul of the individual rises up, taking the form of his current deceased self. You do see an individual and he notions to you. Elias looks at Snow 
and then looks at Daniel and gestures her hands in an upward motion. So, sir, who killed you? The individual whose head was currently down on their chest, eyes closed, suddenly, almost seemingly wakes up and directs towards you. Map, I know did that. Nah, this would be real easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Daniel nods in agreement. Where do you remember last being before you died? It was a cold room. Metal. White walls, no windows. There are a number of people surrounding me, but I didn't get any faces. Typical. Multiple people jumped me when I was out on my own one day. I was taking out the trash. Literally. Not, not, not figuratively in this instance. All I remember is that I got beat upside the head, was drugged off by multiple people. What do you remember about what you could see, taste, hear, or smell that before you like died? That seems like five different questions, but... uh, <laughs> It's a perception. I'm basically asking what he perceived with all of his senses. The only thing I could tell you is that I wasn't kept for long. They did this with a purpose, whoever it was. The last thing I felt was that excruciating pain of a bolt being drilled into my skull. They had mm. me strapped down to a chair in a perfectly sterile room. I could smell the scent of ammonia, as if everything had been cleaned previously and was gonna be again. Snow looks around at everybody who's around the body that's talking. Then she opens up her uh, messaging menu and makes a group message for those that are there. We're all trying to think really, really hard And about. Sal's voice descends from the sky. What's your favorite candy? What's your favorite candy? <laughs> <laughs> about, I was literally about to ask that, too. <laughs> Do werewolves hate vampires? <laughs> Do uh, you like spaghetti? <laughs> Who ate the my spaghetti? <laughs> Maybe, um... He gave us a lot more information yeah. than I was expecting, too, so I'm like, oh. Elias... I would like to ask a question. Was there any correlation with you and the other people who died, what you were doing days before? Were you assigned to this same... Oh, that's wait, several that's questions, questions already. I won't say the, the other one. Was there any... I spoke up. Already, it's been spoken. I didn't care. No, it wasn't. I didn't speak. Yeah, you did. How does it feel? I don't even remember what the second part was. Um, I asked... And was there any correlation between you and the other victims? Yeah. Um... Were you assigned to the same thing? Would you like me to repeat the, the yes, question? Please. Okay. Was there any correlation between you and the other people who were killed? Like you were assigned to the same uh, job? The only thing that ties us together? We're all Dantera boys. First person, he was a manager at the mines. Second person, he watched over the trash yard. Me? I was just a carrier. I, I run the transport vehicles in and out. All I know is that one day, when I got out of my vehicle, my skull was bashed into the side of it. And I was beat upside the head and fell unconscious as I was being dragged off by three people. They quickly loaded me up into a vehicle, and that's the last I remember before I faded out. Next thing I know, I was in that room. And with that, it seems as if... This remnant of his soul fades and seems to rejoin its body as this once animated figure now lays once again lifeless. 
Well, we can ask him again next week if we have any more questions. I think we got a adequate amount of information out of him. Yeah, that was way more than I was expecting and also we, kind of disappointing at the same time. We are What? Why disappointing? Because I was really hoping for him being like, oh yeah, it was this person or this <laughs> group of people. But no, couldn't be that easy. Well, we did find out that it is an actual group of people working in an organization or in an organized manner. Right. They have access to sterile equipment and they know how and where to kill somebody in order to make it sure that they, they were not traceable. Right. And in fact, most of the people were probably killed in the same place since they all had bolts in their head and they were all killed with a bolt in their head from what I can understand. Right. So that leads me to think that we should either figure out where there could be large amounts of ammonia being taken. Daniel, I want you to think about that. Where in the city would there be ammonia? Can Elias make the correlation between the cold white room and the room that she was in for surgery? Is there any similar? I mean, it was a, uh, that hospital was very sterile, had some metal sections and was notoriously white from your last recalling. Okay, just making sure, because that's what I thought, and I just wanted to make sure before I said anything. I think, and this might just be an assumption, that he was probably killed in the medical ward. What he explained kind of sounds like where I was when they did my surgery. That's what it sounded like to me, too. A large white uh, a white room, no windows, cleaned thoroughly. Smelled of sanitation. (laughs) <laughs> and there was a chair to hold him down in. Yeah, that really does sound like a hospital or like a uh, isolation ward of some kind. So you know what we can derive from this? Whoever killed him, or the organization that did so, was someone with high-level clearance in order to get in there with a, with a body. Right. Or they snuck it in as somebody Multiple with people. an injury. Mm, that is... Yeah, that's good. But they would have to be someone that would work there or would be seen as normal being in there, putting, you know, w- w- with him inside. You know? I'm sorry. Right. Uh, but the real questions we should be asking uh, is, one, how is the power controlled here? It was turned off and turned back on very quickly. And how high of a clearance do you need to access that little crawl space that Snow entered to? Did she see that? She saw Snow. She All you saw is that Snow was up in the ceiling and then she suddenly disappeared. Okay, then I will not ask that. Uh, also, why these men specifically? A mine manager, a person who works in a trash yard, and someone who works in shipment. Also... What were they doing before they were murdered? He said that he was getting out of his car. Did they ambush him directly? Did they know where he was going? How he was there? And the most main question is who, other than Donterra, is the common denominator? I'm so happy. I love mystery novels. I feel like I am living in a dream. Why didn't you become an investigator? <clears throat> well, I am an investigator of sorts. She means the class. Yeah. Less. So you are a swashbuckler, which yes. is a class. Yes. There is another class called investigator. Hmm. Oh, I was really... So, like, before I entered in the game, I asked them 
how I could use guns because that is what I'm familiar with. And they said most people use swords and stuff. And though I do have a little bit of fencing training, it's really not that great. So they said that the swashbuckler could use uh, guns, and that is what I chose. I didn't really know much about that. Swashbucklers are actually specialized in swords. The Gun. gunslinger class is the one that's proficient with guns. Your class isn't actually proficient with guns, by the way. You had to take a feat that the class would have gotten for free as gunslinger, FYI. Oh, then I don't say that. I have no idea. Uh, you actually don't have any class feature that makes you proficient with guns or feet. Your life is a ruse. You've been lied to. You've been had. And quite possibly bamboozled. Is that a red versus blue reference? It is. <laughs> I recant that. <laughs> okay. The every, everything she thought about character creation was a lie. Jaden helped me create the character. Gosh darn it, Jaden. I didn't know much about the uh, the class uh, system. Understandable. So it I, is a bit confusing. Curse you, Finavir I picked the one that kind of looked the coolest. Okay. That, that's what I did. I, I looked at literally the end game outfit and I said, that's what I want. And then I realized, ah... Spider sucks. Oh, <laughs> I just saw the cool hat with the uh, the fluffy thing. Well, I mean, if you like being an investigator, hey. No, it's I an just option. enjoyed reading the novels as a child and young adult. Anyway, how about we go talk with Drake and and Dontara and relay the information we found from this guy? The Drake and this. Oh wait, no. Where did he go? He went to talk with the other Inquisitors. Oh. And you do see him off to the side talking with a number of other Inquisitors, but it seems as if he's wrapping up his conversation. So I'm going to walk over to Drake and, and wait for him to be done with his conversation with the Inquisitors. Elias will just call to him. Draken, we have the information. <sighs> and he looks over in your direction and he sees Daniel. I want you to know I appreciate patience and how unobnoxious you are. You're welcome. <laughs> I think. Draken just doesn't like girls. <laughs> I was able to speak with the Bureau of Inquisition and get you all for specifically this instance temporary passes so that you may go into the mortuary and examine the other bodies. Oh, that is much appreciated. You can go there this evening or because it is rather late if you'd prefer you can go to the safe house that Dontera is currently organizing for all of you. I think all of us will much prefer resting after this. He gestures to the room and the dead body. Can Elias uh, walk over to him? Sure. Because I, I assume he wasn't that far away. No, he's about like 30 feet. Elias uh, walks over to him. Uh, so, just a rhythm question. Is Dontara's men going to be guarding the house of which we are staying in? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, great. Like I said, this wasn't something for the faint of heart. Now that you've decided to do this, there are going to be limitations. You're going to be watched heavily for your own safety, but we don't know if there's a target on anyone's back at this point. You're going to be obviously allowed to travel as a group together, but you are also going to be accompanied by a couple of other individuals here and there just to make sure that nothing happens to you. Elias smirks and says, that's exactly what I was counting on. Anyway, so we asked the guy if he knew who killed him. Unfortunately, the man never saw who attacked him. What he did know is that when he was stepping out of his vehicle, he was attacked by multiple people. He thinks three, 
Or he thought three. Did uh, he say three? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear the three. I just heard it was always multiple people. He said three at the very end. Uh, and then he was knocked out, taken to a cold white room with no windows. And there were a whole bunch of people there. And when he was there, he was strapped into a chair or some of some kind. And then they put a bolt in his skull. No anesthetics. Nothing like that. Just bolt. Head. Dead. We also asked if he knew what the correlation might be between him and the other two people that have been killed. Other than the fact that they both that they all work for Donterra, there's nothing on the surface that I can tell. He said that the first guy worked in the mines, the second guy worked in the trash yard, and he's just a courier. Mm, he was a trash disposalman. He would drive the trucks in and out of the city. So his job also had to do with garbage. Yeah, just like the second victim. Interesting. Did he mention how long he was taken by these individuals? He did not. He said he couldn't discern. Well, okay. He said it wasn't long. He wasn't able to give us a specific number, but it wasn't for very long. He also said that the room he was in smelled of ammonia. And what that leads me to believe is something's going on in the hospital. Potentially. I've also been in the medical world, and it seemed what he said also matched up and kind of correlated with what I saw in there. I could I could definitely see somebody who's had a head injury being taken to a hospital under the pretense of them being injured and then being escorted to a different room if people on the medical staff are in on it. I would keep your theories quiet for now. That is probably a very good idea. Okay. And Draken kind of looks around the room, almost hesitantly. Let's hold off on conclusions or even hypotheses, at least until we examine the other bodies. Some things aren't adding up to me, but... Yeah, the fact that one guy worked in the mines and the other two worked in trash collection and moving and disposal just it seems random i don't know i think it might have to do something with uh well as dragon said we shouldn't talk here right let's hold off any further questions until tomorrow once we can examine the other bodies i think some things may unfold and i'm sure getting a full night's rest won't hurt us either and with that we make our way to Sal and Millicent, roaming the dark streets of Erveldon. Vaguely lit by the various lamp posts along the way, she is escorting you currently to the main uh, government college that is under the jurisdiction of the Bureau of Education. Uh, so if you wanted to, I, I know that's what you said you wanted to, but if you wanted to, because I don't like to be presumptuous and assume things, because normally when I make assumptions, I forget about the other things that other people told me. Besides the point, uh, if we're going to the current Board of Education College, uh, that, the Department of Education College, that way, uh, that's where they do the, uh, the, the music things. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, so, so, so are we in the college right now? Uh, no, we're walking there. We're not inside the college campus right now. No, no, no. You'll know when you're there. Oh, okay. 
So from what I hear, the college is really cool. It's really hard to get into. I wasn't smart enough to do it, but maybe oh. because you're going into a different field, you might be better and luckier because Wait. music's more subjective. You weren't smart enough to get in? Well, I applied for the uh, the construction and engineering program, which is really rigid structures. But you're like a genius, Melison. You I'm... have those little, like, rocket boot things. Well, I mean, I just pulled them out of the garbage. But, like, you know how to work things. I mean, I made them not not function. They function properly-ish. But I didn't come up with the schematics. I'm really bad at normally at making things on my own. But I'm pretty decent at taking things that other people built and trying to make them work. Hmm. Do you think Daniel could get in? Uh, if he's good at building things. Yeah, he's pretty good at building things. Is he good at coming up with ideas that other people haven't? I'd say so, yeah. He made a robot that could talk. I would say if he could make sentient life, that he could probably be one of the richest yeah. people in the city. Yeah, I'd say so, too. Uh, Fortunately for all of us, though, Daniel's a good person. I don't think he'd let capitalistic instincts take that over. Well, it's not necessarily that. When I say richest, I mean the person who would be provided with most of the resource. If someone has the intellectual integrity to be able to produce something that's sophisticated, then they would be acknowledged as being a great inventor, which therefore they would be provided with the most resource so that they could continue making current inventions that makes and advanced sense. science. What about you, Malison? So what what do you want to... Like, uh, do you, do you want to go back to the college? Like, well, sure, but before... I, in order to enter their college, no matter what you try and study in, you have to present them with your merit, why they think they should spend time with you and provide you with all the resources needed. And working with the Archibald isn't enough merit? Well, I mean, I was sent there because they said that I still needed to learn things and structure and organization and all that stuff. And apparently I haven't done that yet. And also I haven't come up with my project. Before you get accepted, you have to submit something which basically shows your aptitude. For an engineer or uh, an inventor, you have to get submit to them a project, something ind individually unique that you created all on your own. And I haven't thought of anything yet. Hmm. For a musician, I think they, they mandate a composition as well as proof of attendance that people enjoyed it. Because oh. anyone can make music, but if no one likes it, then I guess it really doesn't matter. Wait a minute, you were at the ball. Were you at the ball? I was. Why do you think I was dressed like this? Yeah, you saw that I was playing music. Uh, you were. And everybody liked it, right? Did you uh, like it? It was interesting. Okay, but did you? would you say you liked it? I didn't hate it. Okay, that's a glowing review. So, if I were to tell them that I performed at this ball and you'd be my eyewitness... Uh, I don't know how that would work. I think... So, were you slated as tonight's entertainment? <laughs> they wish. No, no, so I not. think that they normally want, uh, and they will provide you generally, depending on if they like you and descent, uh, also depending on the size of your donation to the program, uh, they'll provide you with a venue and then basically uh, you have to get people to come on your own. And then if the turnout's big enough and the reviews are good, then they'll let you in. Okay, seems fair enough. But uh, okay, alrighty, let's, let's head on in. Wait, wait a minute. Melison, what if you were to create something to do with music, we could help each other out here. Like, if you were to create some cool musical instrument that has been made before, right? Well, I mean, I guess that's possible. And then I could but... wow them to get into the school, but you could also wow them to get into the school. Uh, we could maybe work on something like this, but I guess that depends on, like, what instrumental music you would attempt to be making. And like what noise it would make, how it would function. That's a lot of thought processes, and I'm not really one for music theory. 
Well, this one has nothing to do with music theory. This one is an I, I just want to enhance my guitar to be able to like shoot flames. I don't know if that has anything to do with music. It doesn't. So you want, I mean, I could potentially put in an igniter and then a nozzle which spews out like propane or something and then that would be ignited and you could shoot like a streak of fire in front of it. Perfect. That would be pretty heavy though and you'd have to refill the propane tank. Hmm. Okay, well, it's a thought. We'll think about it. Anyways, let's, we're gonna continue. I could put little like arm saws on it. Ooh, that'll get the bad guys. That'll do it. But why do we need arm saws if we're performing music? Because, Melisent, it's a combat guitar. Why do you need a combat guitar? Because my guild thinks I'm useless. Well, but if you're performing for the city, then what do you need your guild for? <laughs> Especially if it sounds like they don't appreciate you. No, they appreciate me. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel appreciates me. Does he? And Elias, I don't even think she can see me because... She's so tall. <laughs> that doesn't sound like they appreciate you. If you find someone who really uh, has a passion for what you produce, then they shouldn't you spend that time with them? And so I guess she's also a bard. I, uh, oh, you mean, did I ever meet her? I don't think, I, who? You have not met her. Okay, that makes me feel a lot less guilty for not knowing her. Because normally I meet people and then don't remember who they are and then I feel bad. Yeah, you met. You didn't remember who I was. That's all right, though. Well, don't worry. You are becoming very memorable. I hope so. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Where are we now, GM? Are so we in the you college? make your way down these government streets and you see a bunch of very lavished and very nice buildings. And eventually you make your way up to a white stone gate, which seems like it has uh, iron spires up at the top. And there is an iron gate as well, which opens up and you see a very nice white pathway and a well-manicured garden and uh, like front foreyard before you get to this very grand and very large, almost cathedral-like um, institutional structure. And it's still rather dark, but there are lamp, black lamp posts lighting the way all the way down. And you see as there are a number of pathways through this courtyard and there's a large garden and a lot of space to walk around. This is incredible. Oh, well, this is the main college of the uh, Department of Education. So this is the most well-funded one and this is where all the smart people go. But it's also the only place that has a music department because most people don't care about that. Hmm. So Most people don't care about music. That's right. They had a virtual orchestra at the ball. Yeah, basically there wasn't that good. It was okay. It was pretty good music. That's one of the seven. There's seven virtual orchestras. Uh, so you guys took the time to virtually create bands, but you don't have any actual bands. No, we had producers, uh, but then they made music, and then we just recorded them, and then we didn't need them anymore because... And so you just disposed of them? Well, yeah, they weren't making anything new. They already performed good performances once, and then after the first couple, everyone just got disappointed because they were not nearly as good as the first rendition. These people need to hear some real music. So there are some small people who produce music, uh, and they're played every now and again out on the radios uh, and on all the gramophones. But other than that, I mean, there really isn't too much of a market to corner there, and it doesn't really produce anything beneficial for society. So most people just gloss over it. Millicent, let me tell you something. Art is always beneficial for the society, okay? Whether or not 
you see that now or you see that later like do you guys have movies here movers uh we we have people who films assist in moving individuals from one place to another okay that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about those like screens with like stories on them and like you don't have that here uh we have motion pictures you have motion pictures okay that's perfect are they are they used for non-educational purposes no so they're just used as like tutorials uh we have the white well i mean there was the one that you should have seen up in the emporium Nelson, this is a brilliant idea you could spearhead an actual art department here and it could be it could be crazy there could be so many inventions tied to this. But I don't care about art. Okay, maybe then I could spearhead it. Maybe you could. Maybe I could. Maybe I could. And maybe I could help you make things, because if you come up with the ideas, I could maybe figure out how to make things work once you make a broken, really bad version of it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god, oh my god, let's do this. Okay, let's go to the music department. So you begin walking down these white streets. And as you are enthusiastically conversing with Millicent, and she, it seems as if she's taking you to a small subsection building off the side of the main structure. All of a sudden, roll a fortitude save for me. That's not good. <laughs> um, 12. You feel as a blunt force object strikes you up on the back of your head. Oh! And all of a sudden, you start feeling drowsy and you collapse on the ground. Uh. Fading in and out of consciousness, all you hear is Millicent's scream and then suddenly grow quiet as you feel as if you're being picked up and carried off. Elsit! But there is no response. As you eventually and groggily fade out, you feel yourself being put onto a cushioned surface, and you hear the slamming of metal on metal, and slowly, with a faint humming and a rumbling, you nauseously fade out of consciousness. And that's where we're going to wrap it up for this week's session of The Odd Campaign, and I hope you all enjoyed this bout of mystery, and we'll see where our intrepid adventurers go next. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Wow. So uh, Mohit, again, is probably on a gurney and about to be operated on. This is just normal for him now at this point. Let's see what new body part he gets next week. Much like real life. <laughs> Uh, yeah but guys if you enjoyed that episode please consider subscribing to us and also leaving us a rating and a review on whatever podcast listening app that you're using and in addition if you want to support us in other ways you can go to our website and go to our shop to get merchandise which has hats t-shirts mugs and stickers so yeah those are cool i actually really like the hats i got i got four of them and we're not going to talk about that um so let's skip that. Uh, maybe then you could go to our Patreon. That link is in the description below. You can go and donate monthly to us and get access to early releases of episodes, GM notes, and a myriad of other things, just like my maps. My maps are really awesome. They're great. Uh, yeah. My notes are cool. You don't put notes on there. I don't want to hear it. Maybe he does. I'll force him. Yeah. All right. And otherwise, come and visit us on our social medias on Twitter and Instagram at RollFound and on Facebook, Missing Role Player Found. Or you can come into our Discord, hang out, chat, post things about the podcast, post things about things you like and care about. I don't know. Well, that link is in the description below. So maybe consider having some fun and joining us. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.